welcome to Lattes with Lindsay. I am your host, Lindsay, and, you know, today is a really, really special day in so many ways. Um, You know, definitely a lot of people are taking this time to really reflect on Kobe Bryant. You know, today is his one-year anniversary, unfortunately, of his passing, and I know it's affected so many people. So I, first and foremost, want to say, you know, my thoughts go out to his family and all the others who will unfortunately passed away on the helicopter as well. I I know that a lot of focus was on him and his daughter, but there are so many others, unfortunately, who did pass too. So my thoughts go out to everyone who is really trying to deal with that, you know, situation still, and I hope they are all doing well. So (laughs) Um, the second thing that's really exciting (laughs) is, you know, last Friday was huge for me for my career. And that's something that I really want to dive into today because I've been getting a lot of requests about, you know, how I really managed throughout these years to push through and persevere through my career and how I really knew that massage was always something that I wanted to do for my life. So I thought, uh, you know, it would be perfect to talk about, you know, the six major lessons that I found throughout my six years of being a massage therapist and how I've really kind of overcome some really tough battles or obstacles, people would say. And uh, yeah, I thought I'd kind of get on here and let you know, you know, some tips and tricks about how I've kind of persevered through it. So first and foremost, the number one thing that I always, 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 always talk about on this podcast is connections. I, I really cannot emphasize this enough to everyone who is listening and looking to either build their business or work with sports or really get into the mindset of, of finding that, that niche for your business. You know, connections are something that can take your, your business up, you know, five notches. And even, I mean, even if it goes up one notch, at least you're getting to a mindset and a position in your career where you can utilize your connections and understand what their purpose is in your journey throughout your career. So a few major connections that I've had, first and foremost, was, you know, my teachers at Georgian. They were unbelievable and were able to kind of give me that understanding or better understanding about what's really out there. And I think knowing that starting with the the educational platform that I was given and knowing that I can always go back to those teachers or, um, you know, some of my, my colleagues as well who are now registered massage therapists, being able to start with that foundation and understand how much of an emphasis it is on my career to keep those connections. And that was a huge thing for me, was first and foremost my, my teachers and, and my fellow students at the time. And then you know, the other people that I find have really helped me in my career, which I've mentioned before, and luckily I've had most of them on my podcast, funny enough, but, uh, you know, one of my bosses, when I worked in Oakville, he introduced me to so many wonderful opportunities with Team Canada and professional athletes, and also introducing me to, you know, some really great connections in the athletic therapy world, for example. And I'll always be grateful for those introductions because, those got me to so many different games that I probably wouldn't have had the opportunity to be a part of. So super grateful for, for that, uh, that connection. His name's Dominic. And if you want to know more about that connection and how we really built 
the empire together uh, while I worked for him, you can definitely check out that episode uh, on any of the platforms available to your liking. So that was uh, one of the main ones that I had at the beginning of my career. You know, I also had Jason White on here. He was phenomenal as well. He has so much education under his belt and experience. So I was really grateful during my, you know, probably my first three years just picking both of their brains and and looking at the opportunities that they can kind of steer me into or just certain modalities that I had no idea about. I think that was probably one of the biggest things that I was grateful for is there are things that, you know, as a therapist, I'm sure some of you know that, you know, you don't know everything (laughs) as much as you think you do, you don't. So luckily I was able to go in with an open mind and understand the, the, accessibility to their education for my future was was amazing so those three connections you know Georgian Jason as well as uh, Dom were huge for my career there's so many more um, that I can really open up to but definitely emphasizing my number one tip for continuing and growing my practice was to really start with the connections from the ground the the like the base of you know the opportunities that I had in school so first and foremost number one connections you know number two is education and I <laughs> I feel like I can literally create an entire episode about education because if I have learned anything in the six years of being a massage therapist is that education is power it is so powerful. It gives you energy. It gives you confidence. It gives you that yourself as well as the people who you're working with or on, depending on <laughs> how you look at it. It is so beautiful what you can take from education and give to people. Um, naturally, you know, our profession as massage therapists or healthcare professionals in general is to constantly give. And I think understanding the purpose of education in all sorts, remedial exercise, you know, if you want to do continue education with kinesiology, uh, concussion protocols, um, you know, fascial stretch therapy, there's so many different avenues that you can take to grow your practice as well as your, your just mind. Like I, I don't know if you guys ever, uh, as massage therapists or healthcare professionals or whatever practice you're in, I don't know if you guys find that you still have the books from when you went to school accessible. And I don't know if I'm just a huge nerd, but I often go through them or, you know, I love being organized with stickies and dividers and all that stuff, ensuring that I'm at my best and, you know, really understanding that I can give so much during each treatment that it's almost, it's almost... It's almost like a silly thing to think about just stopping at massage. And I know so many therapists have stopped, you know, once they graduate from school, they get their certifications and then they go with that. And that's awesome. I I applaud you for passing, (laughs) first and foremost. I know that's not also super easy, so kudos to you. But for the people who are growers and they want to build their market and they want to push themselves to their limits... I also applaud you too, because when you understand 
that your clients are seeking the best from you and they're coming to you expecting the best. Naturally, you have to give them the best. So starting with your education and and better understanding your own self so you can reapply it to them is really only like the, I think it's like the best way to, you know, have the most effective therapy or treatment or session, whatever you want to call it. So yes, education is definitely power. (laughs) And I hope that each and every one of you really do take the time right now, like during COVID, it's perfect. Like, what are you guys all doing on your weekends? Probably just relaxing. We have this day at home, you know, uh, for I think 14 more days. So fingers crossed that it is only temporary, but you know, make it a goal for yourself that in this 14 days, you know, look at your career and say, what are my clients really missing in my therapies? Is it, you know, taping techniques? Is it, um, you know, Grafton? Is it, um, you know, is it a certain type of stretch that'll increase their mobility? Is it a certain technique that I don't know how to do, but I've seen it done from other therapists and I'm curious. So, you know, kind of combining those two first lessons that I've learned is, you know, reaching out to that connection and saying, hey, I I really liked the way you did this technique on on your client on your video, or I really like that stretch. Can you maybe Zoom me one day or FaceTime me one day and we can kind of go through that and break it down so I can reapply it to my profession and hopefully, you know, give that client that extra beneficial, uh, you know, reassessment or um, technique or modality. So really try and push yourself. That's the biggest thing I'd say is, you know, I personally believe there is no limit to what an individual can do. And when I say that, I think it's so important to reconnect with yourself in regards to that question. I have so many people contact me saying, you know, what type of courses did you do post, you know, graduation and stuff? And I think that's a wonderful question. And I really appreciate, you know, people wanting to to grow their business. But I think it really does come down to, you know, the next thing that I've learned is just finding your niche. You know, when you find what you want to do with your career, that's how the course is kind of start evolving and, and building and, and growing within your practice. And as much as myself or another professional can tell you, hey, like, you know, right now the trend is uh, fascial stretch therapy or, um, you know, like, um, uh, what else, kinesiology taping or Grafson is a, a huge thing right now. Uh, you know, things like that are wonderful and they're great techniques, but they may not be working for the specific clientele that you see every day. So make sure that you're reconnecting with yourself as a therapist and understanding what your niche is or what your true clientele is. And, you know, for example, for myself, my niche is more so sports. I really, truly enjoy working with athletes of all kinds, all different levels, and I truly find it a challenge. And with that, I have really had really beneficial treatments from doing the kinesiology taping and uh, definitely like upgrading my concussion protocol uh, testing to make sure that, you know, when I am doing the the physical and, and the mental assessments to make sure that I am on my A game as well. So keeping those upgraded, uh, you know, something that um, has come to my attention from several of my clients is that they love cranial sacral massage. 
And that's something I don't really specialize in, but it's something that I'm interested in. So during these 14 days of, uh, you know, the extension of the quarantine, that's what I'm going to be doing. I'm going to be looking into it. What courses I can take? Is there something online that I can watch? You know, I've contacted a few of my friends who are also therapists and said, hey, like, do you know anything about cranial sacral massage? Because like, I need to know it because I need to reapply it for, you know, my niche in my practice. So definitely advise to, you know, reconnect with yourself. Like I've mentioned before, get that whiteboard out or whatever accessibility you have to a notepad (laughs) and, you know, try and figure out what's next for you. I think it's really exciting. It's, you know, something that you can really improve in in regards to goal setting for yourself as well as your own career. And, you know, Overall, you will see the results in no time because those clients will then reappreciate you as a therapist because you've taken the time to acknowledge what they want, you listen to what they need, and then you, you know, really apply it to that next treatment or session or, um, you know, the treatment plan that you're trying to incorporate with them. So, you know, listen to yourself as well as listen to your profession is something that I've, I've been really trying to improve on. (laughs) So, you know, from a therapist to a therapist, just continue your journey of education. I think it's really, really important. So, you know, the fourth thing that I would dive into is volunteering. For the many, many, many people who have been always having these conversations with me, volunteering is something that I do not shy away from. I've been in the profession for six years, but will I ever stop volunteering? Absolutely not. And I hope I never do, to be honest. It's It's brought me a lot of fortunate experiences, you know, world travel, working with Team Canada, you know, building respect within my field of hockey and basketball and and rugby, you know, so I'm really, really grateful actually for the volunteering aspect. I know that a lot of people are very skeptical of volunteering because you're not getting paid and you're taking time off of, you know, your general practice, but understand that when you come home, And you can hang that signed jersey or you can, you know, carry around those gold medals that you've got with that team and you bring that back into your clinic. That is something that you can be proud of and show to your clients your capabilities as a therapist to not only help them, but help the, you know, the athletes of the world of any of any kind of sport. So you know, it's kind of a yin and a yang. So if you're willing to, you know, maybe prep a little bit, like if you know, for example, if I'm going to Israel for a month, then I know the month before I got to work my backside off to make sure that my, my bank balances and all my fees and everything are paid for and organized, whichever. And then, you know, also connect with my clients and let them know like, hey, like I'm going away for a month. I have this wicked opportunity and really promote yourself for it's more of an educational opportunity versus just them viewing it as a, a, you know, a, a vacation per se. And, you know, when you come back, you have something to talk about, proud of, you know, you may even learn new modalities from other therapists you met at those major games. I know for myself, I, I had a really interesting experience in Israel with a athlete that I had who was knocked unconscious and it's something that I've talked about in my episodes prior to this one and how it really changed me as a therapist to understand that my capabilities have to be at the utmost and that you know the first responder course was something that I took so seriously and I truly recommend it for any therapist who is looking to work with sports or 
um, you know, athletes in general. So strongly, strongly recommend that um, to help grow and, and become more confident when you have to be in those situations where, you know, you have to be on your A game. So yes, if, and if anyone ever has any questions about, you know, volunteering and how to get with sports and how to build that connection within a sp- like a specific uh, sport or athlete, uh, definitely contact me and, and let me know what you think or what your thoughts are or where you're kind of going with it. And I can maybe help steer you uh, in the right direction or, or maybe even give you a contact for that uh, individual sport. So definitely give me a shout. The sixth thing I would say, lastly, is you know, to find balance. My company's name is Needing Balance. And I think every therapist can definitely, you know, confirm the fact that as therapists, we are always trying to find balance. We're always trying to understand that our practice is or should be separate from our personal lifestyle. But as I grow as a therapist, and people have always told me this, I've I've come actually to a better understanding that my work is my life because I'm an entrepreneur and I love my job. And I think what's so beautiful about it is that I finally, finally, after six years, have found a balance. And I think it's not perfect. Every day is different. Every day I'm adjusting and learning about myself as well with the self-care and, uh, you know, self-growth. But understanding that, you know, making a certain salary uncertain expectations or, you know, burning myself out during work, but then, you know, not really enjoying the things that I value in life because of my, my work ethic is something that I've slowly started to understand is that when I finally came to the aha moment where, you know, if I work five days a week, for example, and I work so hard every day. Yes, I will make a wonderful salary as a therapist, but will I truly enjoy life? Will I truly be able to, you know, wake up at 6 a.m. and go to the gym? Can I, you know, get some of that me time still? At at nighttime, am I just, you know, having a shower and then going right to bed because I'm so exhausted and I lose that relationship time uh, with my companion? So, you know, trying to understand that Wednesdays, are finally my off day and I started integrating a little bit of in-homes through that day but I, I realistically work four days a week and then um, you know doing zoom calls or podcasts or working out or going on hikes or you know going to the cottage whatever it is I finally found that balance of understanding what my worth is as a therapist and when you finally have that moment where you realize how important you are as a therapist as well as an individual. Oh my god. It's 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 so empowering <laughs> and so exciting. I'm just so happy and fortunate that I've I've been able to have this moment and understand myself so much more and it's very uh, evolutionary, I think, would definitely be the word that I would use, even though that's a very bold word. But I think after six years in the practice, I finally understand, you know, my value as a therapist, my capabilities, how important my time is, how valuable my time is. And I've been starting to stand up for myself in very many, many, many situations. 
and I've been very happy with the way that I've handled it. And I think if, you know, you are trying to learn about yourself as a therapist or grow as a therapist, I think the first thing you should do is find balance within yourself. And when you do that, your connections will come in. You know, your education will start clicking about what your niche is and and what education to kind of dive into. And, you know, taking the time to volunteer and, and find that niche as well. Because, you know, you may go to artistic gymnastics and it may not be for you, but there is a connection there that you have no idea about that's going to further your career and your experience and your future. So... If anything, I really, really hope this short podcast episode has really taught you guys the six successes that I've had so far in my career. And if anyone, if, if any one of you have any questions at any time, please feel free to contact me directly. The link is, uh, you know, always in the, the info box. You can also contact Instagram, which is needing.balance, or my website, which is www.needing.balance balanceservices.com and you know I'm always available I've been mentoring people for luckily the last four years I'd say so you know don't be shy with your questions no question is a bad question I've been there I've been in your shoes I've wanted to grow as a therapist literally you know my whole career which I'm still doing so never never be shy about you know building that connection and asking questions because it is so great And I'm really excited about the upcoming episodes because they are going to teach you so much more about lifestyle and relationships and nutrition and fitness and really going to dive into those. So make sure you stay tuned and keep up to date on needing.balance Instagram page and you can follow us and really understand what's next and how to keep in touch. So all the best, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in to Lattes with Lindsay. Peace. (laughs) 